Too complicated, so now how has it become too complicated to make well, a face Facebook Because the avatar? Samsung have got their own ones, and Apple yes. have got their own ones, and I gather that you can't use them between. And if I make these on the Samsung phone, can I use them on any other phone? I don't really know. And then, <laughs> and then the Facebook avatar couldn't get that right either. So basically, I have no avatars, and every time you send me one, you seem to have. Here I am wearing a cap. Here I am holding a glass. Here I am doing something else. I'm like, where are you getting all these pictures from? And how much time are you spending doing this? And why have I got none? So I, they really are cool. Your avatars are extremely cool. And they look a hell of a lot like you. I, I, I do. Thank you very much. I put a lot of effort into making them look like you. <laughs> Styling. Um, I, I'm getting irritated that everybody just doesn't do it like Apple does. Because mm -hmm. Apple gives you, it makes you a, like stickers. And then you can use those stickers in anything. Okay, in so, WhatsApp. Can you use them in email? Yes. Mm, I see. Yeah, you can use them anywhere. Anywhere where you can input like a text field. But obviously only on an Apple device. Yes. Obviously. So this is okay. the problem with mm -hmm. someone who, who is actually very rarely on it. And then I, 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 I test the betas on my iPhone SE, but I don't do the betas on my on my iPad mm. because I, need my, yeah. I need my iPad to function. Mm. Um, and then I lost my emojis for a moment or my Memojis. Um, because hang on, hang on. What, what Memojis or Apple ones or yeah, other the ones? Apple, Apple ones. ones are called Memojis. Because on iOS 14 beta, they baited like a lot of. Yes, we're all good. Thank you. They did like the mask thing. Mm, um, oh, you right. put the mask, mask on, on. Right, right. And then because it wasn't compatible within like my iOS 13 uh, iPad, uh -huh. uh, they, they just weren't available to me. Mm, okay. <laughs> See, Which well, is very weird. Okay, so when when I receive these cool little uh, avatars from you, is that when you're using your Apple devices, or have you created a separate set of things for your Samsung devices? Um, there is a separate set of things. So Samsung does. Have, do. have you created them? Or? Yes, but they don't present as stickers that you can use like throughout. Which okay. is weird. So I just wish that's everybody ridiculous. would do it. Yeah. But that's a good way to get into the 99th episode of the Overclock ZA podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is a special episode, putting it out on the weekend because we. Are taking a bit of a week break, a week off from tech. Well, that's very nice. People who can take a break. <laughs> going to your holiday house, are you? He is going to his holiday house, by the way. Uh, you can sponsor him on Patreon. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't actually got a Patreon yet, but uh, that's in the works. Um, I am Lindsay Shooters, as always, that opinion guy. Um, Sharpshooters on social media, on Twitter specifically, where I like to fight with people. Gavin, who are you? Um. <laughs> After all this time, Lindsay, I thought you knew me. Um, I'm Gavin Dudley. I'm the editor of Tech Magazine, which is the biggest technology, consumer technology magazine on the continent. Forget the country. We're going now with the continent. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I'm also the product person on Tech Radar, which is soon to be the biggest technology product website on the continent. But we'll see about that. We're working our way towards that. Okay. So you're dominating the country, though. Dominating that with, dominating with a capital D. Okay. In awesome. So, Gavin, I, I asked... I frame that question um, as who are you because I am having a bit of identity crisis Ooh, now. I'm right off the heritage I'm in this inflection I'm at this I'm at this crossroads where the iPad isn't really I've, I've I think I've maxed out my productivity on an iPad like I'm too much of a power user I've reached the point like for me the iPad right now is so powerful like I was having a conversation with my father-in-law the other day where he was talking about he thinks he wasted his money on his, on his Samsung tablet. Um, he has an A-series um, Samsung tablet. Yeah, okay, well that is very basic really. But he runs into like weird storage, like it's, I think it's got 32 gigs of storage on it, but he like fills it up because he has like all the apps. 
in the world. <laughs> well, it's your first mistake. <laughs> but I'm surprised that you're managing to reach a ceiling on the iPad. I mean, for my money, as we've mentioned many times, the iPad, for me, is the standout Apple product. It is what mm. I think defines Apple truly, even though no one else will agree with me, and least of all Apple. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your iPad right now, and I'm going, screen is too small. You definitely need a 12-inch screen. For the amount of work you do on the thing, yeah. you will actually use all that real estate, and you will use all the power. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, okay, so you're so, running so into... The, the, the problem that I'm having is, like, the closer Microsoft and Samsung get to each other, mm. the better, like, Samsung Cloud is now just OneDrive. Okay. Oh, that's a, right. Yeah, there's, a Microsoft 365 yeah, there's a lot of interchangeability um, between I'm them. I'm finally... Yeah. Fully, I've, I've filled up like 23% of my OneDrive. Wow, my one that's a whole terabyte, Because right? my, my gallery is just on OneDrive uh, now, and it, syncs, okay. and it syncs across all my Samsung devices. Okay. Like, it's just there, and it's like a service that I've paid for already. I okay. don't have to buy extra And, and this, this relates to the iPad in that your productivity more and more is being linked to things like your iCloud. Yes, your, 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 my, my your, OneDrive. Your OneDrive, yes. as opposed to an iCloud, which yes. is outrageously <laughs> expensive, hey? I gather it's quite expensive, uh, Apple's cloud. It's not that what, They give you like actually. five gig free, right? Which I, is a joke, think, that'll be the first two months. I think yeah? 200 gigs is like 15 bucks. Okay, but the free is five gig, I believe. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, so well, 50 gigs is, is 15 bucks. My wife is now on 200 gigs. I forget how much. It's like 100 rand or something a month, which is... Okay, as opposed to like, I don't know, the, the one terabyte which you get thrown in with your 1,000 Rand a year subscription yes. for the full Microsoft which, suite. Which Hello. she has, Hello. by the way. Which, uh, which she, she has access to one of my, my, my I have the, the family uh, plan. Okay. Microsoft uh, plan. So she has a one, terabyte a, available to her. A dormant <laughs> one terabyte. And I'm trying to like get it. But premium to storage. her credit, she okay. did say that she tried to convert to it. Mm. But when, when OneDrive was still a bit crap. Uh, it's gotten better over time now. Well, I mean, like the thing, the thing with me better. and OneDrive is that I just don't think about it. I mean, especially not with the picture thing. Yeah. I just turn it on on the phone and I just take pictures and I just don't bother to ever back them up because I know they're backing up automatically to yeah. OneDrive. But so then, I don't like, worry one, about one it. OneDrive is like searching and it doesn't doesn't surface you the nice stories and all the things like Google Photos does and like mm. iCloud Photos does. Okay, admittedly, I'm they, not they big on that. They still need they still need work on okay. it. But, but so back to your productivity. Yeah. So I'm hitting this productivity ceiling where. For instance, I was on Reframed podcast the other day with Brendan Peterson, and he used a Zencaster, and I had foolishly switched off my laptop, and starting up a laptop that's as old as mine is a bit of a process. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take this on my iPad. Mm -hmm. And I fired up the link on my iPad, and it told me that this does not work on mobile devices, but it worked perfectly fine on my Galaxy S10. Zencaster? Yeah. Okay. So Zencaster is... So were you remoting way. into his podcast yes. on Zencaster? So right. Okay. Everybody records on the same stream, but your recording is saved locally on okay. your device, and then it uploads afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty dope. Hmm. Um, in in terms of the technology, but it just refuses to work on on the iPad. Well, it's very unusual that anything refuses to work on the iPad, <laughs> except of course Gavin. Gavin doesn't work on the iPad ever. <laughs> And then there's little things like that. And, and I think in the time that, that Apple has refined the iPad to what it is now, I think everybody has caught up. So if I could get access to like a Microsoft Surface Go or Surface X or something like that, like not full out Surface, but like their tablet kind of hybrid mm. things, I would actually move over because I would be able to get more proper computer things done. Yeah, I, I just sadly cannot find anything as efficient as a point-and-click mouse interface, man. Touch has just never gotten there, not even close for me. It's too imprecise 
it's just not efficient enough you can't tap on laptop screens without setting off a whole wobble action it's just insane so yeah. I don't know you obviously a lot more touch compatible than I am but talking about other companies talking about companies that have kind of sewn up their market because we do believe that Apple has sewn up the tablet yeah market. yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I still want to spend time with the ludicrously expensive Galaxy Tab S7 which is priced at like 18,000 yeah. starting 18,000 for a tablet jeez but okay. anyway um, Tesla had a kind of investor conference mm. and just tacked on a thing called battery day at the end of it where they explain the new battery tech so what they've done is they've increased the size of the actual cell so these battery packs that come in Tesla cars are made up of tiny like pretty much double a size cells mm, when you put them all together they're like bigger than a front door of your house and they lie at the bottom of the car so they're the floor of the car basically yeah. so mm -hmm. why they come in these individual like package things that then get packaged together in a bigger cell is because for fast charging it's quicker to charge small individual cells than it is to charge like one big chunk of mm -hmm. battery mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of that and for thermal management it's a lot better okay. and like there's a lot of things so now they've they've so they had two graphs up where they show the size of the battery and the efficiency of the battery and in the middle there's like a sweet spot where the efficiency and the size mm. kind of reach its okay. maximum. Optimize. Yeah, yeah, optimize. Okay. And that's what they're going for. So it's a, yeah. it's a 25% increase in size for a 15% increase in efficiency. So they can make in the, in the same package size they can deliver better range 15% better range mm. by making the cells 25% bigger I mean 15% is not mind-blowing but I suppose all these little increments are coming <laughs> along I mean if you if you figure out where they started over the last five yeah. years you'll probably find they've added 50% to the range but, or more. But yeah. like the big thing is they they changing a lot of processing so with with the silicon they're using silicon instead of so they're using nickel. They're moving away from lithium almost entirely. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going full nickel and silicone for the cathodes and anodes. Mm -hmm. um, and they're just using like raw silicon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they press the silicon. So you, you refine the, the silicon from the ore into a powder. And then you press it into a foam. Right. And that foam goes directly into the, the manufacturing battery. process Jeez. so you lose you they they almost halving their production Sherbet. line which is insane so so here's the thing with tesla i mean tesla really have been bossing it and they've been just been doing exceptionally well even at sort of market related uh levels um, by that i mean share price and you know investor confidence all that kind of stuff people are constantly looking for when they are going to tip and they're going to be exposed and everything's going to go wrong and people keep looking for ways in which tesla can misstep and it, it hasn't done so yet people just moan and groan but actually they are still running away with the market at mm. the moment and um uh elon musk is one of the parties that are suing trump over screwing up their relationship with china mm. basically because as much as they want to do manufacturing in the US, huge amounts of manufacturing are still going to continue in China and Tesla is yeah. quite exposed to that in a good way. Um, and so interesting how are they going with the battery technology. Yeah. And that's just going to extend their lead over the market because so what they said is they'll still be using their partners like Panasonic and LG mm -hmm. to create batteries. Um, but with like software optimizations or just just with batteries like their their power they can increase the range of existing tesla cars 
just from the lessons they've learned by optimizing the process now. Okay. Which is It's, it's very insane. interesting. I mean, a similar thing happened in smartphone cameras, where at first everyone was focused on the sensors and the lenses and so on. Then they discovered actually the software is playing a bigger and yeah. bigger role in producing excellent photography. And so they slowed down a little bit on the more megapixels is better, and they started working more. Although and more we software. are now in a in a moment where yeah, we're it's getting more crazy megapixels, entry level phones with forty eight megapixel cameras, all of them. And that 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 moves us briefly to the the new Samsung device, which is the S twenty FE, which um, which is stands for Fan Edition, by the yes. way. Yes. Uh, so what they did is they took the the Samsung S twenty Plus. Good, thank you. They stripped it of its glass back, so they put the plastic back mm -hmm. on. Which then, I support, I approve. And then approve. they took mm. out the telephoto camera. Yeah, they, they put, pulled the cameras down a bit. Mm. Uh, everything else is like the 12 megapixel sensor, those are, are the same, but the telephoto camera is now an 8 megapixel, mm. um, which is uh, a bit ho-hum. Uh -huh. And then... Yeah, they moved to Gorilla Glass 3 instead of Gorilla Glass 5 okay. on the front. So, so I don't know if you picked this up at the beginning. It's based on the original S20, yeah. which is now a year and a half old. It's based on that. Okay. It was a year and a half, dude. S20 came at the beginning of this year. Oh, you're right. Sorry, that was, sorry. That was, our last, that was sorry, our last sorry. event. That you're right. It was to. February. <laughs> no, it was a feb February, yeah. somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, sorry, sorry. My mistake. My yeah. mistake. Yeah, no, sorry. it felt like an age through. Yeah, through yes. It feels, like, it feels like last year's <laughs> S20. Sure, but no, last year's S10. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, so they've retained the 120 hertz display, which I don't think we is are yeah we've decided we must lobby against this we are not convinced for the way it's increasing price and the way it's consuming battery yes. life that it's delivering value for 20 percent extra drain on your battery, battery life. life for what so things will scroll scroll more smoothly i don't think so man maybe it's, video i could see a case no it's imperceptible yeah it's imperceptible. And that's the thing when i had the s20 plus on review i went the full two weeks alternating every single day between 60 hertz and 120 hertz and i can tell you to my eyes I cannot see the a difference. difference. Yeah, uh, and and I'm, it's definitely not for the the cost to battery anyway. Yeah, yeah. and the so, cost to the device itself. And then they've yeah. they've retained the 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 wireless the power share the wireless uh, so yes, the phone yes. can be the wireless charger. So you can charge up so, your headphones. So my read is mm -hmm. they had all of these components. Yes. Um, so I don't know how they managed to do the lamination now with the Gorilla Glass three. Um, to change that process because I'm sure they would have just had panels and panels yes. like a warehouse full of yes, panels yes, of like yes, yes. unsold yeah, inventory so they couldn't change like the coils the, the wireless charging coils because those things just exist yeah. so they just kind of hammered these things together put mm. a plastic back on mm. saved a little bit of, of money there on the, on the camera and thing, yeah. um, Samsung South Africa actually tweeted out the price okay. while the announcement was going and it was like 17 triple nine so 18,000 okay. is for the special cut down edition for the fans it comes in lots of different colors which you know 18,000 rand for the fans is like screwing the fans uh, to in their defense I think there's a good chance that that price is not actually the price that someone boo-booed and put that price out yeah and actually they're never gonna be able to move it at that price yeah. for one thing it's gonna have to be more like a 13,000 rand 14,000 and maximum yeah. proposition I think if they want to make but so a where, special edition of a phone that's eight months old and the, mm. the 5g the, or at least the the exynos chips so exynos 990 which is the same chip that's in the s20 yeah which is a very good chip 20. though very uh, in good. our market at least in the s2 in the s20 fe doesn't have the 5g antenna the snapdragon 865 
versions do have the 5G antenna. So the versions that would be coming to South Africa are the LTE versions. And up at 18,000 Rand, you're playing directly at the same price as the Note 20. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just mindlessly crazy. That's just insane. And then you have so that's phones. That can't possibly be 18,000. You, you have phones at the same price, um, which are the, the Vivo X50 Pro, which I'm very pleased to finally get hands on with. Um, where does that leave that market saying what is the mid-range now Gather? yeah I'm sorry man at mid-range I'm calling 10 I'm calling it 10 but I mean You're that's just an odd figure mainly because I've decided entry level is 6, 7 and below I mean they are astoundingly good phones for 2,000 and 3,000 Rand in my opinion like? and if you want hmm? Nokia's even Huawei's down there now. Oh, yeah, but we're not going to be pushing people to get Huawei's anytime soon. No, but you can actually get the old, old Huawei's yeah, Y6 and Y7 at that price and with, with the full, you know, Android experience. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I'm saying is that there are very good, credible phones down there in the three and 4,000 Rand bracket. There are a couple of Vivos down there, good ones with good battery, good yeah. camera setups. But you, you're calling them a range 10,000 Rand, yeah, so yeah, iPhone yeah. SE. So I'm looking, I'm looking at you, LG 8S. G8S. <laughs> G8S, yes. This is around the 10,000. I'm but looking at him as the benchmark for the mid-range. Okay, yeah. that, mm. that's pretty cool. I, mm. I'm liking that. So then what do it's we call... a great call, phone there. What do we call like these... These oh, I'm looking at one right here. Oh, no, I'm not. No, well, no, it was G8X. X. Uh. We, are, we are recording this on a G8X. G8X, yeah. Uh, so, so then where does that leave the 12,000 to 16,000? Yeah, yeah. What do we call that? The upper mid-range. The Every, premium mid-range. Yeah, well, it's a bit insane because now the top, top phones are all over 25. So mm. I don't know what we call them. Okay, what do we call super phones? Super phones is everything above 20? Mm. No. Mm. So, okay, so everything above 20 is what we're going to call a super phone. That means it's got top specs in almost all categories. So is that where we're allowing 120 Hz displays? We <laughs> 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 were just cunningly trying to get you into well, a corner where you I've have been, to admit I've been using, where you would. <laughs> I've gone back to using this uh, LG G8X, yeah. same as you're using to record this on, and I've been using it in its fancy little gatefold uh, cover so I can have a dual screen experience. I've been experimenting with dual screen to see how I could, if I could I do swap, dual screen. I should swap dual screen attachments with you one day just oh, to, to see, see if you still got the issue. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I can give this one to you now and see how it goes. Um, okay, but, um, and the reason is, um, and uh, the reason I bring this up is because usually I specialize in low-end phones. Yes. I really enjoy the low-end phone experience. And with those phones, I never worry about charging the thing ever. It always runs a minimum mm. of two days, sometimes longer. This thing, it's one day every single day. One day and it's all over. Yeah. And I'm constantly caught off guard because I'm not used to having to charge the phone every single day like I am with this 8X. Okay. So, very unusual. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually find the battery runs quite long and this, the, the Snapdragon 855 was quite efficient. Well, in my I guess you're comparing that with your other super phones, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> you should come down to where the people are, Lindsay, down there with the Nokia 2.3s and 2.4s. So Great bloody like, phones. And what else did Nokia put out? The 8.3? Yes, yes, that's the James Bond phone. What, what's, what's special about that? 5G... Not enough special, unfortunately. I, I feel that Nokia of... Fluffing it again. Well, I mean, Nokia have got the single best-selling uh, budget phone. I think it's like it's under a hundred dollars, mm. and it's the C2, which I'm quite keen to get my hands on. So I'll let you know how that goes. But on on, on like in in the space where people care about, uh -huh. where, where, okay. where we make YouTube videos about. Right, sure. Um, so we're looking at like the seven. 
Like the last seven, the 7.2, 7.1? Yes. The, 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 the straight seven was almost my champion phone yes. of the year And last then year. I don't think they followed it up with something worthy. Equally good. No, that's the thing. And, they they and I screw think it up. They, they sold themselves down the river by committing to like naked Android. Why? Why? I'm still, to me, that's still the biggest selling point of Nokia phones. Why? Naked Android. Not the updates. updates. I don't give a, I didn't care about the updates. I just like that it's clean and fast and you, there's not stuff getting in your way all the time. But there are optimizations that the likes of Samsung and the likes of the likes of Vivo, the likes of Oppo have sprinkled on top of Android that just surface certain features I quicker. I don't get I don't seem to be able to take advantage of them. What I want is I guess because we change phones all the time, mm. it's hard to adjust for each new permutation. It's actually yeah. more irritating. What you want is a good baseline experience, mm. I guess. That's what I and that's what I get like, from Nokia. So pure Android was late to the party with like multitasking and quick actions and what's a quick action? dual screen. So the drop down shade. Yeah, the shade. Yeah, that didn't you mean exist. The, little, the quick buttons. Yeah, for yeah. For, for for a long time. On, no, no, on no but that's Android. that's like four versions old now. You can't yes, bring that up. But but I I'm mean, saying they've always been. Late. Okay, so what 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 has been added to Android by all these people who have added all this functionality that Nokia doesn't have? Just what has Samsung put into the experience <laughs> apart from emoji um, cute pics? <laughs> Um, rotating um, UI um, when you switch to landscape. There's like a lot of things that Samsung has done really well with One UI. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. All right. Okay. What else do you have to talk about, eh? Uh, Gavin, underwater. Uh, just to, to finish my point with, with Tesla. Yeah, there's, there's reaching a point now where um, they're leading so far on technology that the likes of Porsche can put out the take and that drives better um, as a like pure driver's car and has a fancier interior, but it's still not hitting the core market or at least the core principles of EVs, which is long range um, and some excitement. And yeah, those other manufacturers are not investing enough in it, I think. And Tesla's just forging ahead with, with all sorts of so so Tesla Tesla still remains a market darling even though they make the occasional outrageous claim but I kind of want to believe so for example he's insisting that by next year they're going to be putting out two million cars and you know to date they've only put out like two or three hundred thousand right no they put out no, they, they are on no, I mean per year as a, as a thing I think they've only put out three hundred thousand cars this year but he claims he's going to ramp it up to two million next year I want to believe basically yeah, yeah. but I think I also wanted to come to South Africa properly. Yes, uh. um, Powerwall is here now, which is great. Yeah, officially, officially Powerwall. Powerwall is made out of all the used-up batteries from the cars, by yeah. the way. Mm. Reconditioned. I think it's sixty grand now gets you a Powerwall. No, Powerwall is like a huge battery power supply for your home, basically, <laughs> so you can go off grid. For those who don't know what a Powerwall uh, but is. But moving on to uh, Microsoft Project. Natick? Yeah, Natick. I don't know where that comes from. Um, it's just, this is a kind of a, a, it's Microsoft equivalent of a moonshot, I suppose. They built an entire data center underwater and left it underwater not with no human beings. So it's basically self-contained data centers, as you can imagine, are just banks and banks of computers that all do massive parallel processing. Every time you, you know, do a Google search, it's data center processing. Every time you access Gmail, it's data center, and so on and so on. So Microsoft, very big on data centers, especially for corporate, 
they, um, everyone's constantly under fire for the amount of energy that data centers consume, which is huge amounts of data center because computers get super hot and there's so many of them. So you have to constantly be cooling it down. So not only are the computers using up huge amounts of electricity, but the air conditioners to cool them down are using up just as much again. So data centers have always been a bit of a pariah. And everyone, Apple, Microsoft, Google, all the big players, Amazon, are at pains to try and make their data centers into clean energy projects. One of Microsoft's initiatives was to bury it under the sea. So they built a data center, completely sealed it, filled it with nitrogen gas, not oxygen, because mm -hmm. oxygen actually oxidizes electronic mm. components. Nitrogen, much less damaging. This is definitely an esports team. Just <laughs> quietly eavesdropping on yeah. Eight hundred and fifty-five servers they deployed, and over two years, only eight of them actually failed. So once it was submerged, they basically had no access to it. So it had to run itself, and it was run almost entirely off renewable energy mm. off the coast of, I think, the UK, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah. Um, so they used nitrogen and um, powered entirely by renewable energy. They just dragged it up from the ocean floor after two years and eight of the 855 servers had failed. So this is what they're calling a successful experiment. That is, that mm. is quite successful. Um, and moving on to other things, Kevin, mm. there were a lot of experiments in 2020. Like 2020 is the year that almost never was. What do you mean by experiments? You mean like moonshot experiments? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like products that have come out that have kind of landed in different spaces. Like I was saying, I think Nokia are kind of fluffing it for a third time. Yeah. <laughs> I think Donald Trump has been an interesting experiment in Android. So, you know, so how Androids can be used to run a country. Yeah. Before <laughs> the big refresh in October, right? what have been your favorite devices so far? Oh, gosh. Oh gosh, I, I think iPhone to, SE is right up there for me. I was supposed to put some thought into this, but unfortunately haven't. I had a very good Xiaomi uh, phone experience. Now, Xiaomi's had a really tough time getting into the South African market, but it is far and away my best mid-range phone at this point. The it's Redmi, Xiaomi, no, yeah, Redmi 9S. 9S yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I, it's just very hard to find. If you want to take my word for it and go ahead and purchase, you can purchase directly from their site. But uh, very hard to get it through Vodacom mm. or through MTN. They're just not carrying it. Um, so at phone level, that has been one of my best experiences. I've really enjoyed um, Huawei's struggle to overcome its Google services problem. My experience has been a good learning curve to okay. know that it's possible and feasible. And actually, my Huawei phones without Google services, to my mind, run better. They run faster, leaner, more efficiently. That's what I feel. Yes, it's because just, uh, it's they don't have access to the battery hogs. And it turns out I don't need any of them. I mean, even as a semi-power user, it turns out I didn't need half what I thought no, I needed. Dude, you, um, you need to leave your laptop at home for like a while and regularly. then try and live with with the, the Huawei devices and I do, do actual work um, and, and see if you still get your two days of battery. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I will actually. Uh, okay, well, um, you've put me a bit on the spot and now I don't have great coherent <laughs> For me, answers. iPhone SE, I think it was a good um, uh, just return shot for, for, for Apple. I, I still feel the iPhone 11 was one of the best phones of last year and then to move all of those kind of internals into the iPhone 8 chassis um, producing that small iPhone for a market that really needs it and still is invested in that sort of thing. Um, I still dig small phones. Uh, I've said that many times in this podcast. But I think the, the learning there, the lesson there was that people just want cheap iPhones. 
Well, people want iPhones full stop, especially yeah. people who can't technically afford it. That's yeah. really, they don't yeah. want small iPhones, they want affordable iPhones. There's a difference. Yes. <laughs> okay. no, I'm, I'm saying cheap, cheap. They want cheap to live iPhones. that Apple life, but they can't afford it because Apple have basically created a market demand out of thin freaking air. Mm. You know, everybody, why? Because Boity's got one or because, I don't know. Well, Mr. they get paid to say that they use other devices. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but but it's very obvious, you know, when you when you see all your role models using iPhones, who mm. bought into it in the first place, then you just basically follow suit. You know, oh look, Lionel Messi, whatever. You know, they they're using, and it becomes this aspirational thing, and yeah. you just follow suit. And it's idiocy because people have stopped thinking for themselves, else they wouldn't all be so obsessed with that iPhone the, life. This the they're the, five free, five gig the free features on iCloud. Work great. Including that five free iCloud gigs, hmm? yeah. Mm. Dude, you the oh my goodness! Because of course you won't have removable storage on your phone. One day we're using up that five gig. One day we are going to discuss Kevin's hypocrisy in detail. I have all the receipts. I will make a complete like ten minute segment of just things that Gavin has changed his mind. And the weird thing is, I can't pull back as soon as Lindsay brings it up. Like I just go straight in every time. It's like I actually feel stupid. Okay, enough of that. Enough of that. Um, and then I, I like I like what Microsoft has been doing. They've they've progressed a lot. Um, they've made sure. it possible for cheaper laptops to now be kind of in that sweet spot. Like four gigs of RAM is workable, livable. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> agreed, agreed. You make a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I've had some great sort of air quotes low end machines that really kicked ass. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. And then like Samsung's improved their software and the ecosystem quite a lot. Their pricing is out of whack right now. Mm. Um, it's way too high for across well, the range, really. You can find better alternatives, but with what I'm considering now a lesser good software and ecosystem experience. All right. Okay. Um, I just want to bring up a brand. The brand is One More. That's the number one mm -hmm. and the word more. Headphone brand. Done exceptionally well. Came out of nowhere. Produced some award-winning headphones. A whole range of them between the buds and the over-ears. Across the board, great experiences we've had. Ooh, the esports players are walking past us. <laughs> I'm definitely right about this. Uh, um, and um, we've just loved all their products and they're brought into the country by a company called Syntec. Um, and uh, we hope that they have greater success because we think the, the value for money proposition, the price performance is perfect on the OnePlus range. Mm. So look out for OnePlus headphones. One more, like, one more. One more, jeez, what did more. I say, OnePlus? Um, one did, more. Did you, did you see that news story? Almost where, my brand of the year so where far. Where customs in the States mm. seized the shipment of the OnePlus buds. Yeah. And called them, um, <laughs> what was it? AirPod clones. <laughs> <laughs> they well, like, clearly marked like one plus boxes. Uh -huh, okay. And they like, oh, we seized uh, the shipment uh -huh. of, of AirPod clones. <laughs> and you're like, wow, guys. And that just goes to show that everybody's trying to copy Apple. Yeah. But that's okay. kind of my story for this week. Yeah, um, indeed. Yeah, we're not on next week. This is a special episode. I'm Lindsay Shooters. You will find me at Sharp Shooters on social media. S-H-A-R-P-S-E-H-U-T-T-E-R-S. And I'm That Opinion Guy on YouTube. Please go check it out. Um, my 360 camera, my action camera video is up now. It's doing quite well. And then uh, what's going up this weekend is my experience with the Logitech MX Master 3. 
Is that, the, is that the freewheel spinning? Yes, yeah. that I hate. <laughs> I hate the freewheel. I like almost everything else about it, but that freewheel it's spinning. A, it's got a variable speed wheel. It's yeah. electromagnetic. It's not an actual like click wheel. It just. It's got nice tactile quality to it. Though, I hate you, it because uh, it's fake. Uh, I can feel that it's not like. A oh, you mean you mean like like a like a like an iPhone fingerprint sensor? For, yes. Uh, yes. Tactile, yeah, that at least they, they put a lot more um, <laughs> <laughs> development. Anyway, Gavin. okay, moving on. <laughs> I have nothing to report, I'm afraid. Um, I have nothing to report. What am I working on? I'm working on a detailed review of the MSI Alpha gaming laptop, Alpha 15. Ooh. Um, this is the first full gaming laptop to come out powered entirely by AMD. So okay. AMD for graphics and for main processor. Ryzen 7s. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll give you some feedback on that in due course, but the full review will be going up on Tech Radar, hopefully later today. Awesome. Cheers, Gavin. All right, cheers, guys.